Hey guys, and welcome to another episode of the Live It Well podcast. We are your hosts, Chris and Jenny Gravy. If you're new to the podcast, welcome. We are so glad that you're here with us. Each week, we invite authors, mentors, friends of ours who have an inspiring message, who are living their life well. And so our goal is to learn and grow, and we want to invite you to do the exact same thing with us. So hope you're ready. Let's dive right in. On today's episode, we are so excited to welcome Christian recording artist Jeremy Camp and his lovely wife, Adrian. Yeah, you know what? I really enjoyed this conversation with Jeremy and Adie. Adie. It is Adie. Adie, as she goes by. But you know what was nice? It was refreshing. You know, we don't really get to speak to a lot of couples on on the podcast, but man... This was such a great conversation. You can tell that they have walked through a lot together yeah. as a couple, but they're they're authentic and they're wide open and they're excited to help other couples. Yeah, they're just lovely humans. You'll really, really enjoy them. <laughs> lovely humans. What's great is we're going to talk about this brand new movie, I still believe, that basically tells his journey, his story about his first wife and how mm-hmm. she passed away and... They even spent some time talking about how AD was a part of that process, saw the whole process, they fell in love, and what it's looked like for their family and for their kids to see their entire life story kind of played out on the big screen. Yeah, we talk about this global pandemic and what it looks like to stay right. connected as a couple and as a family during this time. Yeah, you know, I think as Christians, we talk so much about being in God's Word, and we should be, but one of the ways that that becomes powerful is through prayer. If we don't apply God's Word, it doesn't matter how much of it you know. You know, and so that's one thing that as a family, it's like, I don't want to just know God's word. I want to do God's word. And a lot of that is through prayer. You know, I mean, scripture is so abundantly clear about take your anxieties to the Lord, cast your cares on the Lord. And it's great if we just walk around and know that we can. But the way that we do that is through prayer. All right, guys, well, we hope you enjoyed this conversation as much as we did. Here is Jeremy and AD Camp. All right, guys, well, welcome to the show. We're glad you're here. Thanks for having Thanks us. Thanks so much. Yay, good yeah, old Franklin. I know. <laughs> That's right. Here we are. All right. Well, there's so much ground to cover. And so first and foremost, I mean, I think, you know, this movie just came out. I still believe it's so good. It's so powerful. So good. We're going to unpack. I want you to unpack that for a second. Then we're going to jump into this new project the two of you have done together. So good. So talk to us a little bit about this movie and how it's your story and what you guys are seeing happening in your life and across the country as this, this movie's gone national. Yeah. So we, you know, for years I've shared my testimony and, you know, just to kind of give a brief synopsis of that, you know, it's been 19 years now. My first wife, um, she went to be with Jesus. She had cancer. And so it was a a struggle of of that and kind of really rocked my faith massively. And so I ended up, you know, for years, I wrote songs from that time called I Still Believe and Walk by Faith. And, you know, a lot of songs, even to this day, in a sense, kind of are inspired by things that you learn and go through. And so, you know, I'd shared my story for years. And then at one point I thought, you know, I want to write a book about it. So I wrote a book called I Still Believe. I came out, you know, years ago, we redid it. It came out again in February. And from that, we had the Irwin brothers come up to me and say, hey, uh, they did I Can Only Imagine. And they were, they were actually filming I Can Only Imagine at the time and said, we've read your book and we really feel like your, your story could be a movie. And I think at that point, we had gone through kind of a process of a movie for the book, you know, years ago and it didn't work out. So I was kind of, I wasn't gun shy, but I was just kind of like, ah, okay, we'll see, you know, we'll see what happens. And then of course, Imagine came out and did really well. They called me up and said, Hey, let's really talk about this. So we went forward and honestly, the whole process, you know, their hearts behind it, they really believed in 
what God was going to do through it. And so uh, it wasn't like, hey, this is going to be just a good story. They're like, we really feel like this could reach a whole generation of people that we haven't even reached, a younger generation and different uh, couples that are going through things and suffering. And so, you know, we went through the process and I really said that God's hand was upon this thing. I mean, we have, the cast was incredible. You know, Shania Twain played my mom and and Gary Sinise, Lieutenant Dan played my dad and this kid, yeah. KJ Appa, you know, playing me and Britt Robertson, like just, just this cast that was incredible. And the process, you know, it just shares our story. It shares me and Melissa's story, how we met, the struggles of relationships and dynamics and the drama there. But then really it, the, it culminates to the point where we get engaged knowing that she had cancer and walking through kind of that fire with her and three and a half months uh, into our marriage, she went to be with the Lord. And it really was that was the, the faith challenge because I, I grew up a Christian home and, you know, I've learned all these scriptures growing up and Proverbs 3, 5, and 6, I trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding and all your ways acknowledge him. He'll direct your path. So you know all these things and all of a sudden you're faced with, am I going to actually live out what I believe, live out what I've learned? And that was the story. And you see the grief, you see the hardship, but you see God's hand of faithfulness at the end. And um, so it's amazing to watch how God has used us already. The first weekend it came out, it was number one movie in America the first night, which was shocking to everybody. We didn't expect that, you know. And so obviously God was using this. And it was really difficult that the theaters got shut down because things were just really going with it. And so, you know, at this point, it's getting out there and it's in people's homes. And I kind of say, okay, Lord, you know what you're doing because everyone's quarantined right now. They're stuck at home. And we're having people that I know would never have watched it watch it because they're like, well, what else are we going to watch? We've heard about this movie. I still believe. Yeah, yeah. And the comments we're getting, the stories we're getting have been incredible. So anyway. Well, and I think it's amazing too, because the theme of the movie is even when I don't see, I still believe. And I feel like in this moment, it's literally what we're all having to walk, to walk out, you know, yeah. that, I mean, who can really explain what's going on in our country right now? we're stranded, you know, we're stuck yeah. indoors. A lot of people are struggling with fear and anxiety. And the movie is, even though I, I don't understand God, I'm going to trust you no matter what. Yeah. yeah. So God's timing. Yeah. Right. It's you even right. have to do that in the middle of this. Like, okay, well, I mean, but he knows, he knows exactly what he's doing. So, okay, Aidy, let's talk about you. Where did you enter this story? You know, talk about all that. So I was in a band called the Benjamin Gate a very long time ago. <laughs> and, um, it was actually Jeremy's very first tour. My band had been playing for a while, and he was opening for me. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, kids, um, <laughs> mom's the real star here. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> and honestly, we moved on tour, and I, I would hear him sharing his testimony from stage. And it definitely it wasn't love at first sight by any means for Jeremy and I. We weren't each other's types. I was the rocket chick. Um, I thought I was going to marry someone massively creative and artsy, and Jeremy so was creative, but I'm I'm more like the jock guy. He's I play sports, ugly, but you know. creative and not art. I'm not I'm not artsy at all. No, and so <laughs> I was thinking I was going to marry someone like introspective, and Jeremy's not like that at all, you know. Um, but all of that to say, we struck up a friendship, and I was absolutely blown away by Jeremy's faith. You know, I just thought I've never met anybody who has literally gone through fire and come out on the other side and, and somebody young, you know what I mean? It was like all these sort of heroes of the faith are always so much older than us, but to meet somebody in my age who had watched his wife suffer and, and go to heaven and then to stand out on the other saying, God, I still trust you, you know? And it wasn't, 
it was deeply, deeply authentic. You could tell it, it wasn't, um, he wasn't just trying to say the right Christianese thing to say, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I was so blown away by it. And then also, so I started asking him just tons of questions and then I wanted to know about Melissa and I was blown away by her faith and her testimony and just really deeply touched by her walk with the Lord. Um, and that's kind of where our friendship sort of started. And then somewhere along the line, we started really wondering, like, I was like, where's Jeremy? And then I'm like, yeah, why do you, I even care where he yeah, is Yeah, when right you start now? to miss the person, yeah. like, I didn't realize, I'm like, I kind of miss Adrian, you know? And that's so when you realize. I am into rocker chicks. Totally is. So, um, but obviously, you know, the Lord just had plans for us to be together. Um, and I think, you know, because I had been so deeply touched by Jeremy and Melissa's faith, um, it wasn't threatening to me because it was something that ministered to me. And so for me, it was in a sense, something that was easy, easy ish to champion. I'm not trying to say that the whole thing has been easy because it hasn't by any means, you know, but to see what God was doing and it was easy for me to have an eternal perspective, to know God is using this. He used it to touch my life mm-hmm. and I know he's going to use it to touch other people's. And so, I mean, very, very early on, I just prayed and said, God, I never, ever want to stand in the way of whatever tools you're going to use to reach people. You know, even if the story isn't about me, yeah. um, I want to be a part of what you're doing, you yeah. know? That's amazing. So tell us how it's been for you guys as a couple and as a family to watch this story be shared on a global screen. How, how has that been with your, with your family? I think for the family, it's been really sweet. You know, it's... The kids love it. Yeah, yeah the kids, of course, <laughs> they're like, this is crazy. But I think it's actually created a, a very sweet bond because, you know, my kids, they know my story. But, you know, my oldest has read my book, you know, so she kind of knows a little more in depth. And my youngest hasn't. And then, my, of course, my son, who's my very youngest, um, has not read the book, of course. But, you know, they have they know the story, but they don't understand. And watching it visually is a whole different thing. And so when we sat down um, to watch it as a family the first time, um, I had to walk out of the room because it's very emotional. It's hard to take some of the things. And so um, I'm, I leave the room and I break down and just weep. And then here comes my wife and then my kids. And we all huddled around and just cried on each other's shoulder. And my daughter said, you know, dad, um, you know, watching this movie, it's knowing that somebody went through something like this is difficult, but to know that my dad went through it makes it so hard. And I just said, you know, I was sitting there and just going, you guys wouldn't be here right now if it wasn't for that, you know? And so I'm, I'm thankful. And, and the suffering was a, a part of the, this whole plan, even though it doesn't make sense sometimes, but I see how God has used it. And so it's kind of brought, I feel like our family together closer. It's been really, really sweet. I think it's something we've always, as a family, we've just gone through difficult places together because it's one of those things that we want our kids to see God's hand of faithfulness, you know? And so we haven't shied away from hard things because we, we believe it. We believe that God will show himself strong and show himself faithful. Um, And so it has been just really beautiful and I think very redemptive, you know? And then I think the kids have felt a level of protection over Jeremy now as well, which maybe they didn't quite have before, um, just knowing what all he had gone through. And so just like Jeremy said, I think it's just kind of pulled our family in even closer, even closer. Yeah. Um, and it's been a blast too. You know, yeah. I mean, we got to do crazy fun things like walk the red carpet together in <laughs> yeah. LA and be on the film set and all of that fun stuff too. Yeah. So, right. That's and then you go home and say, all right, now who's doing the dishes and who's cleaning <laughs> up? <your laughs> <room?"> <laughs> you know, Absolutely. you're like, that re- remember the red carpet thing? That was yesterday. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm going to do no laundry today. <laughs> my son Egan 
he's eight years old and he was he literally stole the show he was like on entertainment tonight and they were like here's egan one of our favorite kids ever and, and <laughs> I mean, like it, it was, was all about egan it like totally was he tonight. stole the show big time <laughs> so well, like all right we know which route he's going <laughs> oh, oh yeah pray now going? stop praying now <laughs> yeah right oh 100 that's awesome 100 all right well let's talk about this brand new project you guys have written a book called in unison it actually comes out tomorrow which Woo! is very yeah, exciting so what is this book all about and what was the vision you guys had to bring this thing to life well you know we uh you know, we thought we have been married for 16 years and we have three kids. Congrats. Like, you know what? We have a perfect marriage. So let's write a marriage book. Just kidding. I mean, we've, we've got all the answers. <laughs> we've got we, all the we've answers. We've got to speak it out, right? <laughs> tell the world how to have a perfect marriage. Not. No. no it, I think it all really came about just with the understanding of this kind of the season that we're in right now. You know, with the movie and everything. It just was like, I felt like God laid in our heart to actually write this this book. Um, because we felt like it was something that he wanted us to do. It wasn't like we thought, man, we got it together. Let's write a book and, and encourage people because we feel like we can tell do that. We just felt like that this was the right timing because we wanted to share our side of the story. You know what I mean? And what we had kind of learned through marriage. And so, you know, it's not like we have it all together, but we, we figured that God has taught us so much in marriage this past 16 years. And we're very transparent. You know, when you read the book, it's not like you're seeing this, this is how we do it. And this is our perfect marriage. It's like, here's our fights. And at one point she's like, you know, when I feel like Jeremy was being a jerk here, you know, like it's very transparent, but we, it's very biblical based. It's all scripture. It's all things that we've learned knowing that you cannot do marriage without Jesus. And so it's really been a, I thought it was going to be a lot more warfare doing it. Now it could be now once it comes out, I don't know, (laughs) I don't know we're preparing for whatever, but I felt like because it was God laying on our hearts and not us trying to conjure up some kind of marriage book, it was just, it was him leading it and it was the Holy Spirit led. So, yeah. And I think, you know, we've learned that there's power and vulnerability, you know, it's like in the beginning, I remember when we first had some of our marriage arguments and you just, I felt so isolated. I felt like, oh my gosh, there's something wrong with us. You know, and then as you speak to other married couples, you realize, oh, everybody's going through this, you know, and the enemy wants us to feel isolated and feel alone. And I think it was just sort of for us, we wanted to just share like, hey, you're not alone in this. Like we have struggles and this is how we've got through it. You know, we invite other wise and godly friends into our lives to speak into our hearts, you know what I mean? Speaking to our marriage. I mean, there's just the different things that we've learned through dealing with finances and dealing with grief and dealing with kids and juggling time and just a bunch of that stuff that, you know, you see the enemy ripping people off so much. And we just wanted to be a part of a voice going, don't give up. It's worth a fight. It's worth sticking out to have a, an amazing friendship with each other. Well, it's, it's having tools too in marriage. And I think when you have, we've, we've had so many couples that we know that are friends that they come to us too late. They're like, you know, we've already, in a sense, they've already made up their mind. I'm sure you guys know what I'm talking about. You know, people that, you know, they've hardened their hearts. They haven't sought counsel. They haven't been, you know, searching out wisdom. And then all of a sudden they've already made their mind up. So they come to you and then you're like, well, here's what I feel like you guys should do. And they're like, "Mm, you know what? I'm done. And so we can grab them, you know, especially this, this younger generation, grab them, early before they start going through that and their heart gets hard that's that's the tools we want to give them yeah and you know really we've we've learned so much you know one thing that I, i've shared one of the the main i wouldn't say premise of the book at all but you know i share this kind of funny thing because my wife told me one time she goes 
you know, I don't want you to know that I love you with all my heart. Like God has placed you in my life. You are the love of my life. And I know I'm just so thankful that you're in my life. She goes, but I want to let you know that I don't need you as much as you think I do. <laughs> and, and I love that because it really, she wasn't saying don't care about your duties. You don't have to do anything because I'm, it's all about Jesus. So I'm just going to, you know, run to him. He provides all my needs. It's more, listen, you can't provide all my needs. Only Jesus can provide all my needs. And I think that the whole premise of that is we as couples, sometimes we look to each other to fulfill things that only Christ can fulfill. It's yeah. not like a Jerry Maguire thing where it's like, you complete me. You know, it's not, not that at all. Yeah. It's Jesus completes us. Yeah. And I think yeah. that when you start looking to one another to fulfill needs that only Christ can fulfill, that's where the conflict rises. And, you know, it doesn't negate my responsibility as a, as a husband to not lay down my life as Christ laid down his life for the church. That's not what I'm saying. Or a wife to do what she, her part. It's just saying, don't look to each other for those ultimate needs that Christ can only fill. Yeah, that's so good. I love that. And we have to ask because we're literally in the middle of a global pandemic, right? So right. <laughs> our whole worlds have been put on pause and mm-hmm. shut down and we're all in quarantine. So I, I just have to ask how you guys are staying close and connected and in unison as a couple <laughs> while being in quarantine. I'm just curious, what is working for you guys? How are you staying connected? How are you keeping strong? We're just asking for a friend, you know? <laughs> <laughs> We're asking for a friend of ours. <laughs> it's not. I love that. Yeah. A friend together. wants to know. <laughs> a friend of ours wants um, to know. I think we're we're trying our very best to be to be balanced, I think. You know, we were staying healthy, so just doing physical exercises, making sure we're getting out the house. Honestly, just being kind of practical. You know, yesterday we took the kids on a hike and then we went to a little park and played wiffle ball for a while and And no one's um, there. Was nobody was there. Yeah. It was just us, you know. So <laughs> social um, distancing. Yeah. You know. And even in our backyard, you know, we've been playing some games and stuff. But I think one of the things that's been my favorite thing is we've been sitting down and going through the book of James together as a family. And it's been so good. And James is insanely practical. <laughs> and so um it's just been so good to sit around and I think making sure that we're making an effort to stay fixed on Christ. Cause it's like, if you sit and read the news for five minutes, you could literally put your phone down and be filled with anxiety for all, with all the crazy things that are going on. And, um, and I think it's just so important that we're making an effort to stay intentional and then honestly, give each other grace. It's like, everybody's feeling a little crazy right now. And so when somebody else reacts, don't react to them reacting (laughs) (laughs) because we're all feeling a little crazy. So, well, and I think what's sweet is that because we've been able to really sit down and talk to our kids about everything going on um, in a very intimate way. When we get to sit down and, and spend time in the word, spend time in prayer, we, we pray for practical things of, of just people that are sick and those yeah. that are having anxiety. And, and just uh, so they feel like that they're actually doing something in a practical way. They're, be, they're feeling like they're a part of uh, the fight in a sense. Does that make sense? Yeah. But if you don't feel like you're a part of the fight or a part of the, you know, the help in a sense of what's going on, then you kind of just feel like all you're doing is sitting there isolated and you can't do it. Cause then you go, I can't do anything. It's like, no, you can, we're going to pray. We're going to get in God's word. We're going to, you know, and I'm not saying every single day we've done that, but we've done it quite a bit and it's actually helped them feel like that they're a part of the solution, you yeah. know, and not just sitting there. They have purpose. They have purpose. Yeah. So yeah. it's great. That's so good. Well, you guys cover a lot of great ground in this book, um, and we're running out of time here, but one of the things I want to talk about, it sounds to me like prayer 
is such a big piece for you guys. You're talking about it here with your family, what you're doing, just kind of stay in unison. Um, talk about how that plays out in your life and how you stay connected with each other and with Christ through prayer. I think when there's circumstances that arise, you know, situations where we're saying, God, we need wisdom in this, it's making decisions together in prayer. And I think that that's a big part of feeling like that you are, in a sense, in unison. Because, you know, you can even pray about things separately, and we do, you know what I mean? But when you come together and there's a certain circumstance going on, or you're struggling with a person, or... (laughs) And you're just saying, God, you need to help us. You know, we, one thing uh, a few years ago, I'll kind of dive into this. A few years ago, I went through kind of this panic attack, almost like breakdown thing. And I I shared it in the book. And, you know, really what got me through it was my wife battling um, with me. I mean, in prayer massively. I mean, it was a, it's like when she saw an, an issue and it wasn't like, what do we do? What do we do? We need to go seek help. She right away, the first thing she did was just lay hands and just pray and pray over me. And so when you do that and you see a breakthrough from that, you realize prayer is such a powerful thing. And there's a bond that happens with you too when you're going, wow, you fought with me and for me when I was going through a really, really rough time. And that brought us together and closer for sure. And we felt like that we had um, broken chains of bondage of fear through prayer. And so those things just, when you start seeing, when you see in a sense, uh, a result of your prayer, that yeah. when you've been praying together, uh, there is a, a deeper bond. And I think that's why it's so important to make decisions together and pray over things because you go, wow, we did this together. And you feel like you're together in it. And I think that's the key thing in prayer. Yeah. You know, I think as Christians, we talk so much about being in God's word um, and we should be. But one of the ways that that becomes powerful is through prayer. If we don't apply God's word, it doesn't matter how much of it you know, you know. And so that's one thing that as a family, it's like, I don't want to just know God's word. I want to do God's word. And a lot of that is through prayer, you know. I mean, scripture is so abundantly clear about take your, your anxieties to the Lord, cast your cares on the Lord. And it's great if we just walk around and know that we can. But the way that we do that is through prayer. Um, and so I think we we try to just be practical, you know, to live it out um, and to just go, God, we, we don't have it all together and we need you. And so it's like just having those honest and transparent conversations with each other and then with the Lord ultimately. Well, we've dealt with, I think, some hard things and warfare with even people this past few years with the movie because that just brings up things, you know what yeah. I mean? And so it's it's the constant like being honest with each other. Hey, I'm really don't like this person right now. <laughs> you know, struggling. And, uh, struggling. I need Jesus. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, just being very real about yeah. it and saying, we just need the Lord to help change our heart and just praying through it and just yeah. saying, God help us. And so, and once, once again, we've seen God change our hearts, you know, totally. and be like, yeah, it's not always easy, but you go, cool. I'm, I'm not, I don't have that instant reaction when I hear, hear a person's name yeah. <laughs> that frustrates me because yeah. God starts to deal with your heart. So. <laughs> That's so good. Well, thank you for sharing that. Thank you for coming on today. When someone picks up this book, what do you hope that they feel and say when they put it down and they're done? I, I mean, for those who are really struggling, I think my heart is just don't give up. It's worth the fight, you know, because God can give us the supernatural tools um, and the same just for any marriage. It's like God, God is the, he is love, right? And so the more we invite him into the spaces of our heart, the more we'll live an abundant life with each other because he's a God of community. He's a triune God. 
and his heart is relationship. And so I think it's just knowing that when we put God in his rightful place in our life, that we literally get to have an awesome rad life together. Yeah. Amen. <laughs> That's so good. Um, well, guys, where can people find you, follow you, pick up the book, all the good stuff? Um, there's, of course, picking the book is anywhere, uh, any store. Of course, Amazon is the easiest, of course. Yeah, Barnes so, and Noble. Barnes and Noble. Book. Yeah, those are the easiest. Um, at Jeremy Camp Official, at 80 Camp, and JeremyCamp.com. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. Well, guys, thank you so much for being here today. Thanks for sharing your story. We're cheering you on. And hey, guys, go get this book, go watch this movie, and let's share this story of hope and ultimately about Jesus and how he can work in any single season. Thanks, guys, so much for being here today. Thanks, Thanks for having so much. Us. Guys, thank you so much for listening today. There's a lot going on in our world right now, and we just want you to know that we're praying for you, and there's hope that in the midst of all of this insanity that we can find Jesus, find hope, and lean on Him and His Word. And we'd love to hear how we can pray for you and how these episodes are encouraging you in this season that we're in right now, and honestly, any other way that we might be able to help you in this time. You can hit us up over on our website at letsliveitwell.com, leave us a review on iTunes, or come find us on social media. This week, Jenny and I spent some time just kind of sharing what's going on in our life over on our Instagram and over on our Facebook page, uh, things that we found that are working in the midst of this unprecedented season and things that maybe aren't working. So we'd love to hear what's going on in your world. And as always, guys, you can find all the info for today's episode, all the links mentioned, all the books mentioned in our show notes over at our website, letsliveitwell.com. Well, all right, y'all, that's a wrap for today's episode. We will catch you next week. We're going to close it out like we do every single time. Remember, you only get one life. Live Live it well. well.